0: No, listening. You're now listening to the Students of Success podcast, podcast with Jack Lee Matthews sharing stories to help you find your version of success of success <laughs>
1: Welcome back today you guys we have a very special guest today we have somebody that you know I actually uh you know took the time and I was, did some research before I brought him on and I think that you guys are going to get a, a lot of value in this in this in, in this interview so please take a pen of paper out and actually give this guy your undivided attention I'm bringing in a man that is uh done a lot of things in his life and I'll let him you know tell his story but we're bringing in Dave Meltzer. Dave is the CEO of a of a sports company and basically dave is is doing all kinds of things and that's why we wanted to bring him on because dave knows a lot of things and can actually help you guys dave welcome in
0: God, thank you so much i'm really look forward to empowering others to empower others my main mission in life is to empower over a billion people to be happy so this is a great opportunity to share my story dummy tech and advice on how to get what you want out of life and to be happy
1: Dave, you know, we'll start right there. You said you want to impact a billion lives?
0: Yeah, I want to impact over a billion people to be happy. I think happiness is the most viral of all diseases. It spreads simply by witnessing it. It strengthens you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. It even strengthens your immune system so it'll protect you against other viruses. So I think happiness is underrated and I'm empowering Uh, over a billion people in my lifetime to be happy creating collective consciousness to change the world from a world of not enough to just enough to even a world of more than enough more than enough of everything for everyone
1: and like uh can you just kind of go into that like you know why number one why a billion people because I think a lot of people they they set like low goals and you know that was something that really stood out to me uh like right away was that you have like a high high target can you speak to that
0: Yeah, well, I want to empower over a billion people. So I don't even limit myself to a billion. And the reason is, is that there's about 8 billion people or so in the world. And I figured if I can empower over a billion, I can create that collective consciousness. One particle of light overcomes millions of particles of darkness. And if we create that much happiness, there'd be less attacking thoughts, less judgments and conditions, less scarcity, less insecurity, uh, you know. Happy people don't attack other people. They don't go to war. Happy people don't even get sick. So, I want to change the world, the entire world, by impacting a collective consciousness, one that will impact the rest of the world by sharing its similar beliefs, similar motives, and similar abundance.
1: Let me ask you, like, how, how do you, let's, let's say you want to be happy? How, how, do, how does somebody start to be happy, Dave?
0: Well, the first step, there's five daily practices. The first step is to take inventory of your values. Most people don't take time to take inventory of who they are and what they want. Uh, so by taking inventory of your values every day, your personal values, your experiential values, your giving values and receiving values and giving them weighted balances every day, not being afraid to be a hypocrite, saying that you didn't know what you didn't know. You know, you had mentioned to me you're 29, and you've been through a lot, you still don't know what you don't know. And I'm 52 and I've been through a whole lot and I don't know what I don't know. So I'm not afraid of being a hypocrite. I'm not afraid of coming back on here and on another interview and sounding completely different and telling you, Hey, you know what? I do. My values have shifted. I've learned a ton of lessons. I've grown. So, you know, that old interview we did, I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just doing my best explaining where I was. So take inventory of your values uh, is the best thing that you can do every day to figure out your what, once you figure out your what you'll know your why.
1: Can can you speak to that as like, for you, like personally, like with your why, can, can you just speak to that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so, you know, most people use why as an excuse. They're always saying, oh, I want to find what I'm passionate about. You're so lucky you love what you do. Well, let me just explain to you this. Everybody's lives are the same. No matter, you know, I've been blessed, I've been the most notable sports agency in the world, as you have mentioned, Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. They actually made the movie Jerry Maguire about Lee uh, and the firm. But moreover, what's interesting is that, you know, you find these lessons, whether you're a celebrity, an athlete, an entertainer, an entrepreneur, a billionaire, The same percentage of those people in my life suck the same way as the percentage of your life suck. The difference is that the practice of ending fear, the practice of gratitude, of finding the light, the love, and the lessons in that suck makes the exponential difference, creates the acceleration and growth that you're looking for, allows you to have lenses of productivity where you're of value to others, lenses of accessibility where you're accessible, and you're accessing what you want. Receiving is more important than giving because you can't give if you don't have. So I tell people, focus in on receiving first and then your why of who you want to give it to. And then finally that lens of gratitude, finding the light, the love, and the lessons in what you do.
1: So good. Now, also in your in your story, you know, I, I saw that just like anybody's story, you had you had some setbacks. When those setbacks happened, Dave, like how did you, number one, how did you not stay stuck there?
0: Well, first of all, I don't consider ever having setbacks i call them setups so most people when they experience you pain, again, Dave? i don't i don't believe in setbacks i believe in setups you know most people when they experience pain they think it's a stop sign they think it's pushing them backwards when i have pain in my life mental physical spiritual emotional financial pain it's a turn signal it's mm-hmm. just telling me i got a better way to go a better direction to be in and make my situation better it's a turn signal telling me hey You got a lesson to learn and the pain will go away when you learn the lesson and we're gonna push you to somewhere better. So it's not a setback, it's not a stop sign, it's a turn signal, it's a setup. And yeah, I'd gone through a lot with my own personal experiential giving and receiving values. I actually lost over $100 million in 2008, went bankrupt. And I just saw it as a setup, an opportunity to take inventory of who I was and what I wanted to become and really shift the paradigm of value in my life, create over the last 14 years a goal and objective of changing the world, not limiting myself or believing I can't as big, I can't as big enough is my issue. And I'm ready to effectuate that by empowering others to empower others to be happy.
1: You know, one of the things as well, that Dave, that I came across when I was, you know, reading about you as well, was that you, you said, you said something and to me, you know, doing what I'm doing over here with Fans Plan, um, it really, I, I, like, it really stood out to me. Can you speak to this when you said something to the effect of you can't just be different
0: yeah. So, yeah, it's for, for me, right? Everybody wants you to be the same. And so, you know, the funny thing is, once we make ourselves equal, then we can make ourselves different. We have to look for the unifying factors, not the separating factors. How we become extraordinary is to let people know that everyone's extraordinary. And here's the shared values that we have. And here's the difference that I am. This is what I bring to the table. You know, that's why I don't vote for what other people want. I certainly don't vote for what I don't want, which I think is the two biggest things that stand in people's way is they're trying to vote for what other people want for them, the ordinary, or they vote for what they don't want, which is even worse. Uh, And then they end up getting what other people want for them or what they don't want. If they took all of that clarity, balance and focus, if they took their attention and put their intention into the coincidences of what they wanted, they would live an extraordinary life being able to not only make themselves equal, but make themselves distinctively better.
1: That's really good. Um, so as far as like that, like let's say somebody's out here and somebody's just beginning on their entrepreneur journey and they've never really been like punched in the mouth. When, when they get punched in the mouth, Dave, like what do you say is like the, the biggest thing to like not focus on th- that?
0: Yeah, punching back. So when you get punched in the mouth, right, you gotta be aware and ask yourself, what did I do to get punched in the mouth and what am I supposed to learn from it? So you need to stop You need to ask yourself those questions. You need to drop and breathe back to neutral. Don't create more resistance, void shortages and obstacles by punching back. Don't have attacking thoughts, judgments, conditions that need to be right, offended, separate inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated angry. Don't do it, just stop. Ask yourself, what did I do to get punched in the mouth and what am I supposed to learn from it? Breathe, get back to center and then move back in the trajectory towards what you want and forgive yourself for whatever you did and learn from it and then you will live a gracious life you'll be able to find the light the love and the lessons in getting punched in the mouth because you're going to end up having the greatest revenge of all called happiness
1: dave what's it like you know number 1 because you know another reason why I wanted to bring you on is you know my business is fansplan and Plan Fans is a new social media platform we help people get paid for their content i noticed that you know you put out as much content as anybody dave and and solid content with it with an actual purpose and a message can you speak to that as like the process behind you putting out so much content?
0: Absolutely, well, I started in the digital side of things. I've been a traditional marketing and media person for years and years with some of the biggest names in sports, entertainment, all the big companies and charities, everything I do has a charitable purpose or cause tied to it and still does today. Uh, But I started to realize uh, and took on mentorship, as you know, most important to me is always finding three people in the situation that I wanna be in well, the great gary vaynerchuk had asked me if uh, i would help him with his sports agency and i immediately asked him could he help me with my brand and my content and uh, he looked it over and decided i had quality content and i had told him my strategy of capturing modifying amplifying and perpetuating that content every single day and he told me the key was to be consistent and i could never post enough content and here i am three and a half years later and i'm just realizing Until I piss off the people that love me and like me, and the people that don't like me and and hate me, until I even started to annoy them, I haven't posted nearly enough content. There's 4.4 billion people. So I need the strongest signal I can, the widest spectrum and frequencies, the multiple frequencies so that people can tune into me, and the clearest message I can, so that more people understand what I'm saying at the variety of levels and awareness that they live at. And so in order to do that, you need to capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate your content at an enormous rate. You can never post enough. And yes, you will annoy the people that love you and like you. And you definitely will annoy the people that don't like you and hate you.
1: Dave, let me ask you this, because one of the things also that like oozes out of you, Dave, is like your belief level. You have a high, high extreme belief level. Can you speak to that?
0: Yeah, well, it stems from taking inventory every day of who I am. So I'm making decisions based and how on- how do you
1: do that, Dave? For somebody that out there that doesn't know how to take inventory, how does Dave take yeah. inventory?
0: So I meditate every morning uh, and my day starts at 9 p.m. yesterday. So I have a okay. wind down routine, routine to make sure that I'm on par on target by waking up at 4 a.m. and meditating for 20 minutes where I take inventory of my personal values, what's important to me, my experiential values, what do I want to experience today, uh, my giving values, always praying for at least 10 people that I can help and most importantly, my receiving values because that's what most people have the biggest trouble with is receiving. They get in their own way, they create resistance, void shortages, they live in ego-based consciousness, they don't feel worthy, nor do they do the work to be more interested than interesting to effectuate getting what they want by paying attention and giving intention to what they want. So I spend an inordinate amount of time knowing who I am. So as I know, there's only one action to the day that I get that first action I want it to be at the highest frequency because everything that happens after my first action is a reaction. And if I don't know and have inventory of my values, I'll never be consistent, persistent in the pursuit of my potential with my reaction. I won't get the efficiency effectiveness and statistical success out of what I do. So I make sure that my reaction is in vain, in line, supplementary and synergistic to those values according to what I want during the day.
1: Wow. You know, I think there's something to be said about that as well is, you know, you, you mentioned it, you know how you respond you know i think that's what separates dave from you know most people you know and most people we have su- we have success we have failures but you just you just said it can you speak to that
0: yeah absolutely you know like i said there's you know set ups not setbacks and i see things in a different light in the light of lessons i believe that you know life is about lessons and the lessons will keep on coming until we learn them And one of the interesting things that makes me a little different is I think, you know, the things to hold true about lessons is number one, we're going to forget every lesson we've ever learned. So I teach gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration, effective communication. There's not one day I forget about it. You know, I'm a perfect, imperfect being. And so I think it's important to be humble enough to know that, hey, I'm going to forget every lesson I learned. But where my confidence comes from, where the stability in my life comes from is that I know one thing that I may forget every lesson I've ever learned, but I have the ability to access it at any time. That all lessons exist and I do have the ability to access gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, effective communication, inspiration at all times. And so that allows me to be humble knowing that I'll forget everything, but confident that I can access it.
1: Dave, also, you know, you spoke spoke to a lot of things today, but one of the things that we haven't hit on, and I I definitely wanna hit on it, you know, and and I wanna be mindful of your time. Dave, is that, you know, there's, there's a pandemic going on right now. And, and how has this pandemic, you know, how has it affected you? And how, you know, how are you moving through this pandemic?
0: You know, that's a great question and a great one to end on, like you said. So the pandemic has uh, some components to it, uh, but it's no different than any other time. I always joke around and said, anybody out there that can tell me what's going to happen tomorrow, please email me at david at or text me at 949-298-2905. Because if you know what's gonna happen tomorrow, all of us can be billionaires today. Uh, So uh, you know, I just haven't found anyone that can tell me what's gonna happen tomorrow with any certainty. So the biggest thing that most people understand or see within the pandemic is they're talking about great uncertainty. I don't know what they're talking about because in my life, tomorrow's always been uncertain. Uh, What is occurring though is exponential growth Uh, Big change and so for me my perspective is with big change comes big opportunities And in order to take advantage of those opportunities number one You better know what you have in your control your mindset your heart set of how you feel What you think say do and believe and even in unconscious competencies of your personality traits characteristics obsessions, and addictions if you have control of all those things then you can align your capabilities your skills your knowledge of what you know and who you know with your desire to be what you must be, to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. And if you align those with what's synergistic and supplementary to what's doing well right now, regardless of the pandemic, what's stable right now, regardless of the pandemic, or like I'm gonna train today on buying low and selling high, being able to effectuate what's going to be doing well because of the pandemic. Things are oversold, things get overbought being able to align supplementary and synergistic your capabilities according to what you control, not what you can't control. And by doing that, that's where the margins of millionaires are made. That's how you can smile through the struggle. That's how the pandemic can be advantageous to your life, not disadvantageous.
1: Dave, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they follow you at?
0: Well, I do free trainings every Friday, have for over 20 years. So please email me directly, david at dmelzer.com. You can go to dmeltzer.com forward, forward slash training. You can also reach out, get free books from me, my exercises, my guides. I have a text community for everyone to join. 949-298-2905. Dave
1: Meltzer, we'll stop talking before they start stop listening. Thank you for your time. Seriously, you could have been anywhere if you took the time to be here. We really appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: Thank you so much for the opportunity. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Bye-bye.